0: That is some Primo Friday music right there, isn't it? Time for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Good morning,
1: Vaughn. And good morning, Simi. So many fond memories of the village people.
0: <laughs> That's why we play it, Vaughn. i like to, I like, to, I like to, you to be able to have a moment so you can remember that the glorious times that you spent at the Pacific Coliseum yeah. seeing bands like the village people.
1: In the disco era, yes, yes, yes. Can
0: you call them a band? Is the village people a band or well, are sure they, sort they of the performing band? artists? Yeah, they were
1: sort of a band. I mean, they were kind of a, an art installation too. There was an actual band there somewhere, but uh, somewhere. they weren't dressed up. <laughs> no, they were.
0: All right, let's talk about this renter protection fund, $500 million. How does this work?
1: Well, you know, the premier came out yesterday and uh, went to Burnaby to a housing project and said, uh, we're going to protect thousands of renters from predatory investors. These are his words, thousands of renters, predatory investors. He announced uh, half a billion dollars put into a fund to allow nonprofits profits to buy up rental buildings when they go up for sale so those buildings won't fall into the hands of, as Premier put it, predatory investors who will then gouge uh, the renters and put them out. So that's the Premier's announcement, and I don't think anybody would question his good intentions. But as the press conference went on, clearly, Simi, a lot of unanswered questions about this Um, and a lot remains to be seen about whether or not this will deliver the results, the Premier says. Okay,
0: what kind of unanswered questions?
1: Well, let's start with the claim of thousands of renters will be protected. So the building at which the Premier announced this was a seniors' building that was uh, BC Housing stepped in last fall and bought from a union pension fund, so it's a 425-unit building. And they BC Housing put up $132 million for the building. So that's $300,000 a unit, which, you know, given what's going on in the housing market, sounds like they didn't overpay. It's a reasonable price. They had a bit of help from Burnaby. But if you think of $300,000 a unit put up by BC Housing, which is the government housing agency, uh, look at 500000000 million, uh, you're going to get... What fifteen, sixteen hundred units? You're not going to get thousands of units bought up with that half a billion dollars. E.B. was asked about that, and he said, "Well, you know, they'll be able to lever the purchases uh, with nonprofits, with um, other investors." And he said, "Well, of course, not all the units will be bought in Vancouver. Well, Metro Vancouver is where the need is, and you know, you hear this from nonprofits that." Yeah. uh, They have a a lot more demands on their money than they have money. And that's true of a lot of foundations, too. So uh, when EB got asked, "Okay, what's your number for how many units you're going to be able to protect with this? He stuck to saying we believe thousands, but he admitted they don't have an actual target or an actual number, which is, you know, him being honest. But there you go. We this 500 million sounds like a lot of money until you realize what it costs to buy a rental housing unit in Vancouver.
0: Uh that is very true. So, how soon is this going to be up and running?
1: Well, that's another interesting question. So, as the press conference went on, uh, there were more and more questions for about details. And E B said, "Well, you know, wait and see how we set up the fund. Wait and see what controls we put in place Uh, wait and see wait and see for example richard Zussman right off the top from global said um how are you going to keep the non-profits trying to buy these buildings from getting into a bidding war with these predatory investment funds and eb said well You know, I think that the owners of the buildings will want to send, sell to nonprofits to protect renters. Well, it would be nice if they operated that way. The Union Pension Fund certainly did. But uh, one wonders whether or not renters should trust uh, that there won't be a bidding war. So EB then got asked, well, why don't you do what they did in Quebec, where they brought in a law that said uh, nonprofits get first right of refusal on Uh, when a rental building goes up for sale. Right. Well, said E.B., we're studying that. But we're not ready to do that yet in the legislature session that's starting in February. So, again, you get the sense, Simi, very strong sense that this is a work in progress. E.B. gets asked, E.B. says that the fund will be set up to make sure that the nonprofits don't overbid And to make sure that these projects won't need an injection of cash going down the road. Okay, well, what happens when, and we know what's happening to maintenance costs, these are older buildings in many cases. Uh, What happens when the market, the cost of maintaining the buildings go up? uh, What's to keep the nonprofits from? Overcharge, not overcharging, but raising rents in order to pay the cost of maintenance and upkeep. And well, there'll be controls in place for that. But that's coming too. So you go, well, what will the rules actually say? Well, they're not written yet. They're not drafted yet. They're coming along. So after listening to this for a while, uh, Simi, you start to go, huh. this sounds a bit like a rush job. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, it is. At The last line in the media release says that this money will be – this half a billion dollars will be financed before March 31, which is the end of the current fiscal year. And that tells you why the announcement is a rush job. They are trying to get this money out of the door and committed before the end of the fiscal year So that the half a billion dollars comes out of this year's budget surplus, not next year's budget, which is expected to be a deficit. So the government has almost six billion dollars in a surplus and is trying to figure out how to use the money now. And so it's creating this fund on the fast track or promising it anyway, in order to get the money out of the door before the end of the fiscal year. And that's why there's so many unanswered questions about it.
0: Hmm. Also, I guess it helps to have this announcement during the 100 days of action.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, You know, again, the Premier said uh, he's going to have 100 days of action. And he also said people are going to be able to see and touch and feel the things we're doing. Well, this is hypothetical at this point because we don't have all the details. This is something that will play out next year. What they're going to do, Simi, is they're going to set up a um an, an independent organization a non profit organization staffed by other non nonprofits they will give it conditions that it has to meet in approving the money, but the money will be committed this year, so the fund will be there e b was asked, well, you know what happens next year, the year that starts April the first And he said, well, we'll revisit all this, and we may have to create another fund, and they may well. We'll know, as this plays out past April the 1st, uh, how many actual units are financed. Um, There's a lot of skepticism out there. and No question that this kind of thing is needed to protect existing units from being taken over and then subject to gouging rents, but um, we don't know how many units it'll be, we don't know how quickly the fund will be depleted. We don't know what the rules will be governing how nonprofits manage these buildings. and We don't know how many buildings are going to be coming onto the market. So as I say, uh, you know, I don't question the Premier's good intentions on this. I don't even question the need for this uh, to protect rental housing from being taken over and subject to gouging rents. But I have to say, uh, skeptical uh, that this will deliver all the results the Premier suggests.
0: All right. Was there any timeline given as to when we might get more of the details? Uh,
1: Well, I think we're going to have to get some kind of a detail written into law and, uh, well, written into government regulations before March the 31st. The, The Auditor General takes the view that for spending to be counted as spending in a budget year, it has to be locked in and committed before March 31st. The B.C. liberals did this a uh, generation ago with something called the New Relationship Trust. They set up a $250 million fund administered by First Nations to allow First Nations to, for example, pay for higher education for young uh, First Nations students. They pushed the money out the door And the Auditor General passed it because the money was committed and it can't be taken back. So what we have to see here, Simi, is the mechanism to set this fund up, push the money out the door, and ensure effect that a future government can't claw it back because it wants to balance the budget or do something else. So that's what we're into. It's a legitimate, it's not an accounting trick. It's something that the Auditor General says is acceptable, but Your question, we need to see the apparatus and the controls and the exercise of all this, and they've got, what, about two months to put it together.
0: All right, Vaughn, thank you.
1: Bye-bye.